why say three Hail Marys daily? Oh, yes. So the three, the devotion of the three Hail Marys, it goes back to the early times of Christendom. And it, it was originally part of the devotions to Our Lady of Sorrows, in fact. It later took off in one direction as what we now know as the Angelus. But then it also took off in a different direction with St. Leonard of Port Morris, who was a 17th century Capuchin friar. So he says that, that twice a day, kneel down and pray three Hail Marys in honor of Our Lady's purity and her Immaculate Conception. So that's each morning and each evening. And he says, if you do this little devotion in honor of the Blessed Virgin, that God will give us three special graces. Firstly, the grace of chastity, according to our state of life. Secondly, that if someone has the misfortune to offend God gravely, that they'll be able to make a good confession as soon as possible. And then the third grace is the ultimate grace of salvation. So that's why for such a small price, it only takes one minute every morning, every evening. That's not enough to kill anyone. That that's, there's so many graces that God is willing to give us through this little devotion of the three Hail Marys. Awesome. And I believe I remember there's a story about the three oh, Hail Marys. Yeah. Would you like to share yeah, that? Okay. Yeah, okay. So to encourage us with those three Hail Marys, St. Alphonsus, in his wonderful book on the glories of Mary, he relates a story. Of course, he, he relates it as, as historical fact. We don't need to be too concerned whether it is you know, history or if it's just a pious legend. What matters for us, of course, is the, is the moral of the story. So he, he relates that in Naples, Italy, in the 1400s that there was a certain gentleman of the city who had completely given up the practice of his Catholic faith. He made a mockery of it of every chance that he got. And yet he was well known in the city because he had a pet monkey. And at dinner time, the gentleman, once everyone had come to the dining room table, the gentleman would take a little silver bell and ring the little silver bell. And the monkey would come out of the kitchen dressed up in a little red fez and a little red velvet coat. And the monkey would serve the plates to the guests and then he'd do a few tricks before returning to the kitchen. So one day there was a holy old priest of Naples who heard about the gentleman and about his monkey, so he thought he'd teach him a lesson. So the priest comes down to the gentleman's house. He knocks on the door. He's let in by the servant. The gentleman comes down to meet the priest in the parlor, and the gentleman says, well, well, Father, I never thought I'd see a priest dark in my doorway. You know what I think of the Catholic faith. It's a bunch of hooey. And so this priest just meekly smiled and nodded and said, oh, yeah, I know. He said, I know what you think. But, he says, I've, quite, I've heard about your pet monkey, and I'd quite like to see him do his tricks. Very good, Father, the gentleman says. Come into the dining room, and once all the guests are here, you'll get to see the monkey do his performance. Once all the guests had arrived, then the gentleman rang the silver bell. No monkey came out of the kitchen. Perplexed, the gentleman rang the silver bell a second time. Still, no monkey. He's never been late before, the gentleman exclaimed. I don't know where he is. Why don't we go through your house until we find your monkey, the priest suggested. So they went from room to room around the house until they finally found the monkey under the gentleman's bed. And there was the monkey shivering and shaking. And the closer that the priest came towards the, the monkey, the further the monkey receded into the back corner of the room, hissing and spitting at the priest. He's never done anything like this before, the gentleman explained. I don't know what the problem is. I think I know what the, this, the problem is, the priest said. And then, speaking to the monkey, the priest continued, come out from under the bed and tell us who you are. And the monkey, still shivering and shaking, came out from beneath the bed and began to speak to the gentleman. 
I am a demon from hell, he says, who has taken on the form of this monkey who attends to your every bid and call. But I remain under your bed every night, waiting for the first time when you will forget that abominable custom taught you by your mother of praying three Hail Marys before you go to bed. For then, and only then, do I have permission to strangle you in your sleep and to drag your soul to the fires of hell. Instantaneously, the monkey disappears in a cloud of smoke. And the gentleman, you could imagine, he turned white and turned to the priest. And the priest said to him, Thank God that even though you have made a complete mockery of the Catholic faith, that you have still kept up this one little devotion taught you by your mother in honor of the Blessed Virgin Mary. It is thanks to the Mother of God that you are not already dead and burning in hell. Immediately, the gentleman knelt down and asked the priest to hear his general confession. St. Alphonsus relates that that man made such a good conversion that afterwards he was the edification of the city of Naples and that he was best known for his tender devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary. So say our three Hail Marys. That's right. <laughs> don't forget to pray your three Hail Marys and don't forget to look under your bed.